there are just random phrases like that I either can't put a joke to yet, so in some ways I shouldn't mention it until I can think of something funnier, but the phrase heroically nude just seemed <laughs> awesome to me. <laughs> it was heroically nude. <laughs> a level of nudity that's, um, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, it was something, because it was about, like, you know, in the classical form, um, like, like, like he, yeah. he was heroic, and but he was a nude figure. But to me, I just thought of it as, like, the twist of, like, no, he was heroically nude at a birthday party. <laughs> he heroically nude is the guy, is the fat guy swimming with a shirt on who's like, who am I fooling? Let me just take the shirt off. <laughs> yes, yes, that's heroically nude. about which I actually thought about this this is kind of a hard category because usually when something makes me laugh I just instantly send it to you guys anyways so I had to think of things right. that I maybe did not send but um, I went with uh, kind of some low hanging fruit and just looked up a couple of tweets that I thought were funny mm-hmm. um, and they're just like dumb bad jokes but funny uh, so the first one is from at undead tresser uh, it says, J.R.R. Tolkien's full name is Jolkin Rolkin Tolkien Tolkien. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that's the kind of stuff I like. This, the second one I looked up uh, at egg underscore dog. McDonald's got rid of the McRib so it can suck its own dick. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Pretty good. Pretty good. Deep cut. Deep cut. And then the last one. uh, My optometrist is the number one or two optometrist in town. Okay, and and yeah, what okay. I but what I thought was so funny about that, and the reason I bring it up is because I um, oh shoot, Grant, this actually might not be relevant to you, but I so I so I share that with Erin, and she goes, I don't get it, and I go, you know, like at the eye doctor, she's like, never been, don't go down, I have good, I have perfect vision, and you're like, what? That's like a what a regular annual part of my life is having to go through that process, you know? Yeah, and it's like I've, I've been doing it for. 25 I've never years. been to the eye doctor, but I do. I get the joke. Yeah. I understand how that works. Well, how did Grant end up with good vision and the rest of us are like, you know, blind? Well, I've never that. been to the dentist, but I get I dentist know. jokes. I mean, <laughs> that's true. I don't know. Not I, I think somehow it's there actually is a God, and then this is just some stupid ass team building event where we each have a little key and we have to figure out how to solve some puzzle. So Grant got good eyes, and I don't know. Uh, the rest yeah, of us have yeah. something else. I got not I'll, terrible. I'll let teeth you know too. when I finish baking that one. Yeah. Oh yeah, your teeth also. Uh, goddamn. So I appreciate the fact that Grant doesn't smile that much and thus doesn't show it off very often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I uh, I've been through braces with- twice and I still have jack o' lantern mouth. <laughs> it's festive. <laughs> the best way. <laughs> Uh, Corey described his teeth as a like a laundry uh, basket filled with shoes. <laughs> Point in every which direction. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's excellent. Well, yeah. having having spent several thousand dollars on dental appliances and pastes, now that it's like a laundry basket full of shoes, where you're like, I'll line them up, and then I'm I'm not I'm fuck these last couple, just throw them in. <laughs> All they did was just like clip any of the laces that were hanging outside of the basket. <laughs> Where it's now I pretty shook, much a contained pile, you know? I shook some <laughs> of the dirt off of some of the shoes. But then right back uh, in. Oh, not uh, bad. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh um, I w- at the dental college one time. I was getting my teeth checked up for like free or whatever. It was the perk of working there. And some guys like, yeah, they're all in business for themselves. 
Like they're not working it's together. Is each, each one's in business for itself? So. <laughs> oh, got it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, each teeth. Each, yeah. each tooth. It's uh. Now I'm growing over here. Some people have there more was... of a socialist thing going on. This is straight capitalism. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Old chompers totally yeah. ruling this roost. The one he has percent. one great. Yeah. <laughs> one good tooth I... and then a bunch of not. <laughs> I I I I like. Um, uh, when you can take the 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 fatal sentence, and then if you could smash that up with the scene where like the comeuppance is given or or the the, the payoff happens, I, I'm not thinking correctly, but you get the idea. So I can think back to a college party of Corey biting a beer cap off a bottle, and, going, mm-hmm. and it's like God, that must hurt. And you're like, Nah, my teeth are fine. And then later, like coming back from the dental college and going, There's like three of them that are cracked down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're not far off from the truth there is all and, I'm going to say and there's no explanation yeah. for it <laughs> right Yeah, yeah. I, I don't believe I ever actually bit a bottle cap off that to my recollection but that I, doesn't mean I that doesn't mean I didn't bend metal with my teeth which specifically <laughs> shattered one of my molars I, I might just be remembering the story yeah uh, anyway okay. moving on we don't have to yep so I hope you guys are ready for this one. So this is uh, the uh, family story or family memory. Um, So, again, last night, uh, Aaron and I watching Netflix stuff after we watched uh, Pee-wee's Christmas special. Um, We went over to Amazon, looked at their Christmas stuff, and they had this documentary called Believe the True Story of Real Bearded Santas. And so it is a documentary about um, Forbes, which is the fraternal order of real bearded Santas. <laughs> and, you know, it's like hundreds. That was no accident. So they can say it, they made, I was in Forbes top 100. You know, that's exactly. Something like this. Um, so it follows this Forbes organization and does like a profile of several figures in Forbes who live as Santa year round. And that's the difference. We don't consider ourselves better than fake bearded Santas. It's just that when you have the real beard, you are Santa 365 days a year. And so obviously each of the, it it, it was, it's interesting. I I recommend it. Um, and to see like 350 Santas in a conference center is pretty funny, but, um, Obviously, each one of them comes with a deep list of things they've repressed in their lives and what they're compensating for. And so, um, <laughs> you want to talk? Uh, they, they were definitely some of them slept Santa. in the same beds as uh, as siblings and perhaps uncles as uh, when they were young. But um, so, anyways, I think some of you know where I'm going with this. I'm like, guess what, friends? Our our relative Santa John is is still out there, right? Um, Did you? I mean, in the for the gift exchange this year. Right, what? get equipped. Santa John says. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Get then that was the best. Yeah, that was the best. I, I found. Ever. I had found the site. Oh, yep. okay. So yeah, this is that's the, where I got it. The Buckeye Santas. Um, he's a founding member. And granted, his pictures extremely creepy, but not any less creepy than any of yeah, these other Santas. San- the first Santa uh, on the list is okay. Yeah, so anyways, um, yeah. there's one down here. Did you read Did their bylaws all at all rehab? I, I read the bylaws, um, which are uh, pretty hilarious. Like, I could just picture them sitting around. Guidelines, membership. Um, yeah. Making these bylaws, some of them more serious than others, but, you know, very legal. Yeah. Uh, 1.2, this organization will be under the laws and rules of the state of Ohio, etc. Comic but Sans the, font. Comic Sans <laughs> The, yeah, the so it's buck- not so serious. <laughs> Any contract in Comic Sans, you can get out of that. It's null and void. Uh, anyway, let me just run through a couple of the the purpose of the Buckeye Santas two point two. Okay. If for those of you following along, uh, to act as a social group, to share with each other the, their experience as Santa Claus, to fellowship, which That's is a, a verb. Weird verb. <laughs> That's a fun verb. Uh huh. To share ideas, to educate each other. To provide role modeling and other activities which will enhance the Santa experience. To enjoy having a meal together. And <laughs> that is the one no where... no other way in their life. 
Yes, that is the one that I'm like, you know, they're all sitting around talking about, like, the purpose of this organization. Well, we want to be the best Santa. We want to, and the guys, and also to have a meal together. Uh, well, yeah, well, and I don't really want to come to your house, Santa John. We can fellowship down to the diner. Let's fellowship down to the diner. I don't want to. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then they finally... Le- okay, fine, fine. We'll put in to enjoy having a meal together. Uh, yeah. To encourage the pursuit of providing a better Santa Claus experience for everyone and to help meet in any way the needs of its members in pursuit of becoming the best Santa they can be. I just want to uh, say... So, okay, just for, just, just for one quick second. The only real rule in, like, helping each other become a better mall Santa... Is just sharing ideas of how not to get a boner while kids are sitting on your lap. Like, that's what all these guys... That's the number one topic of conversation. <laughs> well, we see, all I, know you can just tape it down. Exactly, exactly. But, but is there a better way? This week, oh, I like to John will present the blood on flow with the belt. taping and other ways to keep the penis off the... <laughs> Which yeah. preferred vendors of boner tape do you guys recommend? <laughs> <laughs> well... One day, I was playing Space Invaders, and as I was shooting through the bunker to hit a ship, I thought about... I I built myself a foam bunker. (laughs) Actually, I call it the workshop. That's right. Increased lap real estate for for today's fatter children, and protects the boner tip from touching a child's skin. So... Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much all those guys have to talk about while they share, while they fellowship a meal together. Sure, <laughs> surely. So uh, 3M makes this product. It's technically used to keep mental patients stable, but it's, it's it don't do the trick. It doesn't leave a residue. Technically. Uh, yeah. So I do recommend watching Believe, uh, the documentary, and... Knowing that we have a relative who is a believer himself. Um, All right, wild card it on cool. to another. Yep. So my wild card, uh, I'm gonna ask Grant. Uh, this is a two-parter. What is uh, the worst present you've ever received for Christmas, and the worst present you've ever given for Christmas? Hmm. Well. Uh. Honestly, like, I definitely got have gotten some uh, some things like from uh, a godparent or something or something random from mom and dad that I did not care about. But it's not like there was nothing, and I don't remember it because I never used it, and it's up mm-hmm. in the attic somewhere now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do remember the only real like actual negative response to a Christmas present I ever had was to getting Bop It. Because I remember what? seeing the well. Oh, here's the awesome. thing. No, here's the thing. I remember seeing the commercials as a kid, and I thought that's the stupidest, the <laughs> dumbest toy I've ever even heard of. I, I like there, you couldn't have picked a worse present for me that year than Bop It, and like I could not hide my like anger and like disappointment <laughs> upon opening it. I felt terrible, even as I'm like I know like. I know I look awful right now, and I should just say, like, smile and, you know, say thank you, but I can't. Fuck it. I can't. Uh, and then it turns out, Bop It's really fun, and I love it. That's the thing. It it was not a bad gift. It was it ended up being one of my favorites. But at the time, I fucking hated it. <laughs> who, did, who did you get it from? Uh, Mom and Dad. Uh, is is yeah. there anyone in America who gets more pissed Whose blood <laughs> boils over more when the thought of bo- opening a bop it. Bop hey, here's it. something I mean, you haven't even... tried yet. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> well, no, I, I I I knew of it. I had seen commercials, yeah. and I thought it looked stupid as hell. That's so funny. Also, because I, I do remember enjoying it. I remember, yeah, it was fun, like a Simon yeah, Says kind of thing. You know, you're trying to beat your record and all that. Hey, yeah. and on Grant's uh, on, on Grant's uh, side, a little bit of defense. That was a terrible commercial. <laughs> True. The lighting was just way off. <laughs> That's what uh, it was. Just the color. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't feel like anyone believed they were really bopping it. As far as like bad presents I've given, I mean, I don't have anything as memorable as Old Man in the Sea. All right. Uh, I do. Dad I, fucking loved it too, and you know it. As like as a kid, <laughs> sure. I I gave exclusively garbage. 
but all kids, all kids give all kids essentially yeah. trash. Like you'd be exactly as successful fishing in <laughs> actual garbage and just like pulling something out and just saying, "Here, it's from me. I'm your kid." And then no, it's no, going to be exactly have, as be useful better. as whatever you're going to get. Uh, but then you can put that right back in the trash can. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But I, I, I have a slight point though that. It, Trash you actually could just put right back in the trash can, but then those things you kind of have to keep them. And it's, like, we were just yeah, it's worse than trash. Yes. When someone, Audrey was in... Matt, imagine if someone gave you like a craft Singles wrapper, but they, they wrote their name on it and put it in a frame. But, and you're like, like really uh, poorly. Yeah, and they were like, and we you have, can see it every day. We just oh, looked at wow. one because Whenever it was... Whenever I um, vaguely smell cheese product, I'll think of you. <laughs> We were just going through the Christmas ornaments, and we. So here's a good example of this. Audrey made us an ornament when she was in kindergarten in Switzerland. It is. I am not exaggerating for effect. It is a wad of dough into which various <laughs> items, some vaguely holiday in nature, and a disco ball are squished in. <laughs> the dough is now hard. Hey, look at this. See, Grant, this could be at the bottom of a pizza place. At Halloween, also a disco ball. So, yeah. Now, that's what we get. What is Audrey's thought when you guys are putting it up on the tree? Is it like, oh, cool, the thing, let's hang it? Or is she also like, yeah, what was this? At this point, she's, she can look at it and go, yeah, I don't know. What was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I was going through my disco phase. At the Do you time. think it sends a mixed yeah. message that she's like, that's not my best work, but they put it up every year? It must be something. <laughs> we don't there. put it up. <laughs> We don't put it up. Oh. <laughs> we but probably did that first year. Like, uh, yeah, that's just it. You can't throw the things away. So, yeah. Um, I'll quickly share uh, while we're talking about homemade Christmas ornaments, uh, which I still love this story. Um, I, Aaron and I, turns out, uh, we're actually in the same kindergarten class. Therefore, we made the same Christmas ornament in kindergarten. Um, mine is fucking beautiful. It is a. It is a, a lump of dough. There's a disco <laughs> ball. No, I mean, you look at mine and you can tell like clearly how advanced I was for my age. But it was a. It's a wooden heart. Has a little picture of me, but there's like you know it's like painted with like little sponge oh. painting. And God, I, can just, um, I can picture it. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. So, anyways, a couple years ago we were home for Christmas. Mom, our mom is like, here, take this shitty ornament. I don't want it. It's yours. Um, so we were like, oh, that'll be cool. We'll have two of these we can hang on our tree. And, um, Aaron's like, hey, mom, I'm going to take, uh, the, this kindergarten ornament back. And Cheryl goes, that was a gift. <laughs> and she wouldn't, and, and dead serious will not let Aaron take it. She's like, you gave me that as a gift. You can't take it back. <laughs> and still hanging on her tree. We're not allowed to take it. reminded me of a tweet that I saw that was really funny from a couple weeks ago. Uh, it's from at Jordan underscore Morris. He says, I'm sick of these libs telling me I can't say happy Honda days because I might offend someone who celebrates Toyota-thon. So I guess I'm supposed to, I guess I'm supposed to wish yes. everyone a happy winter car sale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That really well. And I saw this one. And well, through searching well. through that, I've seen a bunch of people after that try and make their own version of that joke. Mm-hmm. Like I had to, yeah. So that's how jokes yeah. work. Um, yeah. But another thing that I saw, uh, it's on this site called Legends of Localization, where it's uh, this guy <laughs> who's a, a Japanese to English translator uh, for like video games and uh, manga and stuff like that. Uh, and he uh, he did this post about uh, a game called Super Dunk Shot. Which in, uh, is, is the Japanese version of a Super Nintendo game called, uh, NCAA Basketball. But they changed Super it to be Dunk Shot. Super Dunk Shot. Uh, they made they a badass it. dunk shot to win the game. <laughs> I'll try my dunk shot now. So, uh, the, the Japanese dunk version shot. changed it to be, uh, an NBA ripoff. Uh, clearly, like an obviously unlicensed NBA ripoff, but like all the logos are like just barely tweaked and the mm. names are tweaked. So you have teams like the Chicago Bills, the Detroit Pistols, <laughs> the, Cleveland, the Cleveland Caviars, the, Caviar. the Milwaukee Backs, 
The Backs. Uh, the Phoenix Suns, but with an O. <laughs> That's uh, just clever. That's the Boston Celeries. This uh, is what a third New grader York. thinks a lawyer can do. Like, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at this. New York now, Kicks. We owe you nothing. The New Jersey Mets. Uh, Utah Jaws. Let's see. Wait, did you say Mets? A net. The, n- the New Jersey Mets. Oh, Mets. Yes. And then, like, <laughs> that's uh, another so team. bad. Yeah, that's another team. Uh, uh, and all of the, uh, the players also have, like, slightly changed names, like, the the best player on Chicago is Jordan, but with a U. There's Pippins, <laughs> Grant ending in an E. There's Larry Bard for the Boston Celeries. <laughs> this is just so bad. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. This and sounds I, I like said, me in a trivia night for friends, sports. Uh, and one of them pointed out, because there's, there's 28 teams, but there were only 27 in the NBA at the time. So there's uh, like an all-star team. And amazing. There's there's Jordan, there's Magic, uh, Robbins, Malone, Barkley with no E, but then there's just someone named Oliver, and we can't like who the, we can't figure out who that's supposed to be. It's not like that's that was the, the programmer. One single original thing uh-huh. in this game is like, I'm, and he's the best player on the All Star, so it probably <laughs> is like the programmer. It's totally the programmer. Like, can he? Yeah. How, what's his dunk shot like? Uh, super. He's got he's got a ninety nine. It's all on all qualifications. Shots. The only guy that can score a five point dunk shot. Good job, Oliver. Oh my super god, Grant, that is too good. Shot. Um, so I was thinking about uh, uh, an old uh, Hamilton family story. Uh, recently, so I was sort of I was talking with mom about it and. uh there, there's a lot of things that I've noticed recently in the last couple of years of hearing mom and dad and some other people tell stories where they're sort of uncovering some like dark parts mm-hmm. of stories that they've mm-hmm. told mm-hmm. Recently, mm-hmm. where they're like, the story normally is like this, but then they just keep going now. Like there's this coda <laughs> that was never told mm-hmm. before and that they never really thought about, but now they're like, Oh, wait a minute. Uh, like there were some stories. Uh, I think it was like Aunt Mary was talking about some sort of neighbor who like wanted her to sit on his lap and something is, yeah. you can fill in the gaps from there. Yeah. And she's, I, she's, I know what you're talking about. And everyone else in the room was like, wait a minute, that didn't, was that really? And she's like, yeah, it actually, yep. yeah. Was mom bad. was saying that, I'm not going to name the guy's name, but mom was saying like, oh no, he was a sweet guy. And Laura corroborated. She's like, nope, he was a pervert. He would do this <laughs> and this. It's like the band starts playing them off. Like, we'll be right back. You're a grand old player. High five. Yeah. Um, Are you happy? The kids singing. Yes. Uh, so uh, on, not quite on like the uncovering the dark part of it. Although there is uh, that is a, a separate story that I could think of that uh, qualifies there. But this is just sort of like how they eventually like reinterpret things because when you're a kid, you don't ask a lot of questions about some things that you should definitely be questioning, especially when you were raised by grandma and grandpa. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this, the, the classic story of grandma dying her legs green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so they wanted to, they were going, this is in the sixties or something late sixties, probably. And it was St. Patrick's day. And, uh, they were going to a uh, a St. Patrick's Day party, and the most surprising thing about the story is that alcohol was not involved in this decision making, <laughs> mm-hmm. because certainly Grandma and Grandpa would have uh, been experts at celebrating St. Patrick's Day, and they would have been al- experts at having alcohol be involved in the decision making. In the decision, such yes. as what you have for breakfast. That really sums yes. up. They were experts at celebrating St. <laughs> yes. Patrick's Day. Oh no, my parents uh, <laughs> say the one day that it's like no, none for me right. Now. <laughs> but like this was this was a decision made of of I don't want to say sound mind, but like <laughs> of uh-huh. mind, let's say. Uh, just <laughs> of mind. mind. Um they she wanted grandma wanted to wear everything green. So green hat, green dress and green gloves and green everything. And they couldn't find green pantyhose. And so grandma says, "I'll just dye my legs green." 
Mm-hmm. Why not? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the story goes, Grandpa gets, he acquires some dye. They put in the bathtub, dyes her legs green, goes to the party, hooray, comes home, can't get it off. That's the story is that mm-hmm. she can't get it off. Uh, but as far as reinterpreting things go, like, uh, mom was telling the story and I said how, like, most stories start normal and then something happens. Like, something crazy happens. Uh-huh. But this story starts crazy because the story starts with her dying her legs and to mom and her siblings, the story is that she couldn't get it off. That's the story. <laughs> You're right. Is that the dye couldn't come off and she had green legs for weeks. That's so the story. Piece, another interesting piece in there is that, as I as I understand the story, Grandpa, who was a chemical engineer, asked another chemist or chemical, chemical engineer to whip up said yes. dye. So, yes, just, like, and then, like, hey, dear, just paint this shit on your legs. 1950s or 60s, either way, like, just yeah. pour those chemicals yeah. right on there. Well, and then flash forward to no one knows how what she died of. But they were like, <laughs> going, uh-huh. This is the uh-huh. time we can be like, uh-huh. don't worry, it's chemicals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Well, the thing about the the dye is that all Grandpa said was mix me up some green dye. The dude <laughs> did not know what it was for, and he did not, for some reason, assume it would be used to dye someone's legs. Right. And so later, he, when he was talking to him about that, the guy's like, wait, you put that on human skin? <laughs> no, Why? That? My I wife mean, my sat God, in the tub of it. <laughs> You're operating with a T-137. <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> but that, like... Uh, the 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 crazy part is that like it starts crazy and then gets crazier and mom was like what no it's the the story is that the diet couldn't come off and I'm like mom no one anywhere ever ever has died a part of their body that has never happened never. and she's like oh that's that's happened before I'm like no that's that has never happened because it's, says, well, it might well, people have painted their face right. Yeah. And I said, well, yes, they paint their mm-hmm. face. They don't mm-hmm. dye their face. <laughs> Very different. No one has ever dyed their skin. That's not a <laughs> thing you do. Thinking about it now, I'm going like, okay, so she's looking at her outfit and she's like, oh, it's those damn legs. Everything else is green. Really? But what she didn't worry arms? about her face, hands, face, arms. Hand, ev- yeah. yeah, sure, sure, sure. Well, okay, I guess, why the I, legs? I guess the thing is like – it would have been a given that you would wear some sort of stocking or pantyhose, and so that has to also be green. Maybe that's the case. Okay, but but here's, the, wants- here's what okay. uh, here's what got me thinking about this again recently, and this is something I've never heard anyone say before. What, they had green dye. Why don't they just buy white pantyhose and dye those green? <laughs> uh, that they never have the dye in the story. Yes. They have the dye. Yeah. Well, by that time, they were yeah. drinking, Grant. <laughs> well, probably. They can't find the green pantyhose, and it's like, oh, I gotta, I'm just gonna need a couple fingers to deal there, with this. Yep. Ah, uh, there's no time. What do you mean? Get in the tub. That's really interesting, <laughs> Grant, to like, uh, unwrap this a little bit further. Like, no, 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 no. The story is that, right. uh, oh my gosh, the die didn't come off. But, uh, wait a second. Let's, let's, uh, let's take a step back here. Yeah. This, the story, first of all, is that they made a conscious decision to dye their legs. <laughs> but then you can just say, well, then why didn't they dye the pantyhose? Yeah. I don't wow. know. The we'll, store we'll only know. had white. Sit in this chemical. You got it. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, we have a tub of science. That'll take care of it. All right. Um, okay, here's something that made me laugh uh, this week. Uh, we, we've got these uh, wildfires going on here in California, and my... Uh, Hilarious. Hilarious! Woo! <laughs> Let me tell you what about the fires. Uh, three homes destroyed now, um, and it, so like uh, we we recently got central air, and so we're running like the filter, and it's not oh, bad because nice. you know like we, my wife's got asthma, and my lungs aren't so great, and you know it's just nice to have it kind of filtered, and it, it got installed right before the fires hit, and so uh, our chickens were having a rough go of it because it was like super smoky fog out. And every now and then the chickens just find their way inside. That's what they do. 
if it's a nice day and we have the windows open, or the doors open, chickens will come inside. If I'm in the basement and I've got the window open, chicken will poke its head in and come and join us. And, uh... After the smoke got kind of, like, it, before the smoke got bad, like, they snuck in one day. And they do this from time to time, because we're filthy humans, we're monsters, we have food all over the place. So they're, they love it inside. And there's two older chickens, and then there's the young one, Chico, who's the new ruler of the roost. And I, I, I found them, I was in the, I'd come around, I find them in the living room. But I find them hiding under the table, they like they're being very quiet. And they're hiding on the table. You can just see their feet, like they know they're not <laughs> supposed to be inside or whatever. Because uh, I always chase them out, right? And I just see their feet. And the thing that made me laugh the best is this new chicken we got pushes the older chicken out, and then like slinks <laughs> back the other way, like really slowly. Like, hey, go tell them you did it, and then I'll just run over here. There, chicken story. That's like a like an old cartoon or something. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's it's like it's like some Huck Finn like uh paint in the fence shit like stand over there so he'll see you. Oh, then I'll sneak this way. So, I have uh I have mischievous chickens. That's my funny thing. Okay, family history. Um uh, we we just went to Italy with uh some friends of ours. Yeah. Had a nice tour. We were both there for our anniversaries. We both have kids that are friends. They had a good time. You guys will see some pictures. Fun times, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, they came over for dinner the other day and we were doing like a little picture roundup and we had just decorated for Christmas. Uh, they're Jewish. They, but they put up their Hanukkah bush. Mm. Uh, we have a Christmas tree. They have their Hanukkah bush. They're surprisingly similar. And we're telling the story about the ornaments. Cause he's like, wow, you guys have some really interesting ornaments. Like we just buy a box of the little glass balls that you hang all over it. And where I was like, oh, so my mom had this thing where she made us pick out an ornament each mm. year. All right. By the way, whoever you whoever has it, I'm still waiting on my frosty friends back. That's <laughs> that's a side note. Anyways, so he's looking at them all, and I tell him the story. I was like, yeah, you know, like my mom would get us, and we collected these series, and my brothers all have them. And we're sitting down to dinner uh, after like we showed some pictures and stuff. And he brings it up again. He's like, yeah, so uh, that's really cool that you guys had that family tradition. Also that you were such a cool cat. And I didn't know, I, I didn't put it up this year. I didn't think I was putting it up this year. But the fucking cool cat, ah. you bastards. It's a picture of me wearing all the dumbest shit that the Seekers got me. Because I was the weird one. It's the greatest picture of me ever. Like, uh, I don't know. So I, what's I, the or like? First of all, that is, I, I laughed out loud, very hard every time I see that. But what's the actual origin of that? Because I actually don't know of that we picture. Bought it for him at Hallmark. So I was I, coming home from. I say we. I think Ben did. I was right. I thought Ben got it, but like, where did he get that picture and put put that together? Because oh, yeah. that's just amazing. Oh, that's oh my godmother took that picture of me because she got that for me. She got me that orange. It's an orange Hawaiian shirt with uh, operation. Uh, the pictures uh, from the game, so yeah, okay. it's yeah, grand. It's it's amazing, oh, right? Boy, yeah. So she got that for me, sent the picture, and <laughs> I, I was coming home late for Christmas that year, and I just show up and guys like, don't worry, we got it for you already. Uh, yeah, cool cat. That is the so it's got like a little fish hanging on it, and it's like, like a, a little fish and a candy cane, and and it says cool cat, and the picture of me. Great. And the dude was the dude was like, "That's I'm really proud of you to like post that because that's that's an embarrassing picture." And I was like, "Yes, I know." It is perhaps the well, we all have this. Every everybody has like, "Oh, that's my awkwardness or whatever." But Corey, that is just the most awkward, like weird smile. Just like there's a lot going on in that picture. And you know what? Why don't you put on a Hawaiian shirt with the game Battleship on it, and let's see how you smile. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Hawaiian shirt that says battleship. <laughs> like what? Yeah, this what, right. what goes what right. goes through Aunt this Dan's was like mind? Prisoner like, Orton. Corey's a Corey's Corey will love this Hawaiian fun. Yes, yes, because it's it's Corey really what like I don't know he's he's crazy and cool and he that guitar <laughs> and a, uh, look at this one look at this thing we that's a 
There we go. Because they, I mean, it's I don't understand him, and I don't understand this shirt. There was a shirt with a chicken on a refrigerator, and it said "chick magnet." And that was another present for Corey, because you know, see that Get thing. It? You got that guitar. You're just swimming in pussy. I mean, <laughs> it's like it's like I assume that's what she said anyway. It's like how Grandma had her. Her little Stranger Things. That's about the bus. Strange. It, okay, anyway, it's like sorry. Grandma had right. like the the Christmas Village, and she's like she's like, oh, and here's the fair, and here's the church, and here's a shitload of towns, and here's old timey town, and um, here's the hot topic. Corey probably lives there. Like, <laughs> in the Christmas Village hot topic, I'm picturing her little ceramic Victorian hot topic with like yeah, or, the, and a little figurine and a orange Hawaiian shirt out front. Yeah, it's like a a, yep. a red colored gas lamp outside. <laughs> and I ima- yeah, exactly. I also imagine like the front of the hot topic has that like metal scroll almost like rolled down like we're closing, but um all right, anyways, we're, I'm I'm taking up too much time here. Uh wild card to Ben. Um <laughs> I also don't have a great one. Uh wild card to Ben. Um uh What's it, what what have you made this week? I'm always making stuff. What'd you make this week? <sighs> and that's the subject. It's a good transition, Corey, because it's the subject of pretty much all of my questions, or mm. it's, it's a common theme. Um, let's say one thing I made this week, it, as long as my mother-in-law doesn't listen to this podcast, I made her a jewelry <laughs> box as a ah. Christmas present. Cool. <laughs> um, so I've been trying to do this for a long time. Um, I made... Yeah, so... Okay, in general, I'm trying to learn how to do some woodworking stuff. I took shop in high school. Dad had a cabinet-making business for a while. And although I remember the first thing back when the shop was still in the garage, it was like uh, me helping was that he gave me a stick and then some sandpaper, and he's like, sand this. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I remember like going to him, and then later Jay Schrader. Man, Jay Schrader was there at that mm-hmm. time already, so he had been doing this for a bit. But it's like, look how smooth. Look how smooth <laughs> this fucker is. Huh? <laughs> They're going to promote me. <laughs> uh-huh. Bet you guys never got it that smooth. Look no, how smooth. hell no. Hell no. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, so I knew how to do some stuff. But also, in my basement, I don't have much room. And... Um, all of this started from, the, I did not purchase knives, but I was drunk and watching YouTube stuff, and I saw some guy making um, dovetails or, like, hand-cutting them. It's like, I wonder if I could do that. All right, well, I've got some chisels. I need to sharpen them. Better get some sharpening stones, because I only have one, and it's too coarse. I need a, sh- a finer one. Well, if I'm going to do that, I better get this. And if I'm going to get that, I better get this. Pretty soon, I'm buying all this crap, and to do what? To just to see if I can cut some pieces of wood to make them fit together? Yes, but then I have to justify it somehow. So I'm like, oh, I'll make a. I made a box to put those chisels in that I got. Like, all right, well, <laughs> that literally was my first thing. And none of this is lost on Lisa. She's very aware of like you, the thing you're making. I'm like, yeah, get out of here. I know what I'm doing. So, um, so okay. And then I had heard my uh, mother-in-law. We were at a wedding, and I heard her say to her sister. Oh, I wish I had a... I just need, like, a little jewelry box to put some little stuff in. And I was like, bingo. This, this is what I was doing, Lisa. That's what I was planning on this whole time. Just to make a jewelry box. So, all right, so I'm going to do it. And I drew it up. Okay, it's going to be like this. It's going to do this. I'm going to have these features in it. I have no idea how to do any of this stuff. And I have I have a table saw, the bane of my motherfucking existence today. Um, it's a piece of crap. Things move when you move, and that's not good. It's not supposed to move. It's supposed to be a very steady and stable thing. Um, I have an okay compound miter saw. That makes some things in the direction that you want them to be, like let's say a right angle. It can do that, and you can knock, I can tune it together and make it do that. Um, I have protractors. I have all kinds of measuring equipment from just doing other stuff. So I can that one will stay where I put it. Um, but what I don't have are a, plan, a planer or a joiner. Um, and you need that when you take wood in the first place to make one flat face and then another right angle next to it. And then from there you, you can like make the board into an actual shape. Cause in your head, you just go, I don't know, you cut the wood to this long and it sticks to the neck. No, 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 no. It's all curved and crappy and wobbly and twisted and whatever. I'm taking the really long way around with this. Um, but yeah, so 
the short version is that I'm uh, I'm making that, and I'll get into this other stuff with when we go through these questions. So yes, I am making a jewelry box. Um, yeah, I guess I'll just finish. So I, uh, but I have to learn first of all how to use uh, hand planes to well, how do you even use a hand plane? How do you put it together? How do you do the stuff? Um, learning better sharpening techniques so I can make the the stuff sharp because it's got to be sharp if you're going to do the thing. It's so much learning to just get to the learning of the thing that I want to do. It's like learning how to, not just learning how to write French the right way or how to write poetry in French. I have to learn French mm-hmm. and then I have to learn how to actually write, but I have to learn how to hold a pencil. And for some reason I have to learn how to make a pencil and I don't even understand <laughs> it. But it's everything like I want to do this and it's like, Oh God, back to the drawing boards. And I have to keep going these, all these steps back and it's cool. And I like learning the pressure of that Christmas is coming up or that I want to make a thing, um, that's a little bit, uh, it puts a thing on it. But but I'm, I'm learning learning all this stuff, okay? So what am I learning? Uh, we'll get to that. But anyway, so to make the jewelry box, I first made a practice jewelry box because I don't know how to do inlay or can I do keyed corners and how will that work or keyed miters and blah, blah, blah. Um, I, I took a two by four, turned that into pine, Wood. I mean, it was it was that. I didn't do that. I cannot make a tree. But I, I I made it into some boards. I had some old poplar boards that I used for the inlay and the other sides. Hey, this is awesome. And then I thought, well, let's make this look nice, the actual box. Um, I will use some curly maple and some purple heartwood. And very figured wood like the curly maple is a hot bitch to work with because it... it Sometimes you plane it and it makes it smooth and sometimes it just tears out. And the same thing with this stupid ass purple heartwood, which is also brittle. I didn't know that until today that it just chips and breaks apart. Yeah, cool. Cause now it's in the middle, but then there's a big chunk missing out of it. Um, I don't know. So I, I bit off way more than I could chew as it turns out. Um, I have done mm. this before as well. Why start simple when you can start complicated and be <laughs> frustrated about it. <laughs> some ways it's a low-hanging fruit but we've been thinking about christmas and christmas gifts and stuff and what does audrey want i don't know she doesn't really want anything this year it's not that she doesn't want anything it's that like in every year before this there's always been at least one thing Mm -hmm. sometimes it's stupid like she wanted a snow globe she just had to have a snow globe and then she got it and she wiggled it and she was done and then it was Mm -hmm. over but she just needed to have it and maybe she thought it was going to be so magical and awesome um, I, I, which I can understand, mm-hmm. but there's been nothing this year, but then it made me think about Christmas presents and you know, what do I want you when you have to make a list, you have to do this. Hey, the greatest gift I have ever received or ever would receive to paraphrase a great movie, a Christmas vacation, um, was oh, the Nintendo Christmas story, the, and, and they played it like a Christmas story. Really? We finished opening all our presents and I had wanted it. It was fourth grade for me. It was the big gift. I had already played one at my friend Mike's house. Um, it was what I wanted more than anything. And I asked and asked and asked and begged and begged and begged. And it's like, you know, that's a lot of money and we can't afford that. And it's like, fuck, I know that we can't. But <laughs> I just want it so bad. I, I've i never wanted any <laughs> present more than that. And then we opened our presents and it was like, well. It was a good know, Christmas. You could tell right away when we came downstairs that it wasn't there because nothing was the right size for the box. Like, it's like, well, fuck, fuck. You know, I'll be going back to school in a couple weeks. No, I didn't get the thing. Everybody else would be getting what they wanted for Christmas. And, but okay, you know, I got some other stuff and all right, that's how it was. And did you guys get everything you wanted? And it's like, oh, pretty much. It played out just like a Christmas story. And probably I'm trying to combine those two things in my head so that when I tell my kids or grandkids about it later on, I will just recite your Christmas story. <laughs> and my dad had a wine and his nuts mm-hmm. were all smashed from a bowling ball, mm-hmm. and which will be confusing. But uh, <laughs> And then <laughs> the there was a love seat in that living room Yep, uh, off to the right. So if you were looking at the fireplace, we're on the couch. There's a love seat and a table, which what uh, doesn't matter. But anyway, there was a table. But... Behind that, he's like, I think there's another present over there. Like, what are you talking about? Well, you should go look. 
And you knew it right away. You fucking knew it right away. This great big box, like it couldn't be anything else. And tearing into that wrapping paper and just seeing it, it was just... Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Like, I almost have tears in my eyes thinking about how awesome that was. I I cannot express. I've never wanted anything more in my life. And then it was here. It was mm-hmm. really, really there. I actually got a thing that, that even... When they were saying, like, you know, that's too expensive, it's like, uh, we'll never have one. But maybe, maybe for Christmas? Nah, eh, we didn't. We will never have that thing. Oh my god. And but it's right back. over there. Yeah, yeah. How the hell did they keep a straight face the whole time? Or, you know, I don't know how they pulled that prank off, but mm. it was you know, just the best. I, you know, speaking of bad presents and good presents, like, Almost every birthday present was like, oh, the Catholic Answer Bible, thanks. <laughs> like, I remember specifically saying, please no clothes. And I got a purple paisley shirt that um, didn't have a receipt and went right in the trash. Like, mom, like right. I folded it up with the wrapping paper. Like, mom and dad had to know. Like, they owned it on so many opportunities. But then, Christmases were amazing. Yes. Yeah, somehow yes. they yeah. somehow they went into like some shamanesque trance and like nailed Christmas every year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had, I don't have as uh, vivid a memory of it. My memory of that moment is actually from the picture that survives, which is uh, where Corey is exploding. I'm I'm sure <laughs> every family has one of these pictures, but for us, it you could not capture pure joy on the faces of yeah. three boys more just absolute explosion of of joy and happiness all captured perfectly at that moment uh yeah it, am it, i wearing I think, my transformers am i in like in the background of that picture like i Corey had wrapped you, Corey had put you in the wrapping paper pile for refuse <laughs> well, I think i'm just like laying on the floor in the background or something you're yeah, 3 I'm months old grant yeah but like, as a baby i'm just saying like yeah. i thought i thought i was like I think in, you might vaguely be. in the background i'm not sure now, when just, you when we were in our family, until you were two, you had to stay outside of the living room when you were when it was Christmas. You had to stay in your room. Oh, they lo- the or room. they would lock you in the bathroom. Somewhere. I remember being the bu- the bouncer and Grant trying to crawl in. I just had to turn him around and push him down the foyer the other way. <laughs> yep. Sorry, man. Yep. I'm sorry. sorry. I got nothing to do. Are you on the list? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ben Siefker. <laughs> 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 I like the idea of Corey getting rid of bad presents like with the wrapping paper. It's like, you know, like you're eating bad food and you like put it in your napkin. Corey is like rolling it up. <laughs> well, and I remember it, uh-huh. it showed up in the laundry like the next day and I knew I threw that shirt away. <laughs> um, and it showed up the next day. Were, and it dude, wasn't so like, good at You it. would never wear that shirt. Uh, no I one would ever wear that shirt. That's why it was purchased was, for me. <laughs> despite that... I, how I dress now, but I'm pretty much 40 years old. But when I was in high school, I never wore any collared shirts because no one because did. of my build as a short wrestler, my head got somehow wider from my ears down. And collared <laughs> shirts just they just they made me look like an evil mole man, like with a big co- like a cape collar or something like that. I never wore collar shirts, and I got them. It's like what the fuck is this? Because they would sometimes give us these things like the Catholic Answer Bible and these kinds of things, where it's like. Trying to change us through a present. Like, you just open a present and it's a note that says, be good now. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm still going to be awful. This is I, you now. Yeah. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, the fucking Nintendo, though. Best gift ever. Amazing. And I, I don't imagine now, like, I was thinking, I probably never want another present that much again. Because sure. when I want stupid things now, I generally just buy them or I, I don't. Um, like... Like when I first saw Breath of the Wild, I, I watched a video and then I immediately went online to see if I should buy a Switch or not. And like, where could I get them? And I had to talk myself down. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and then I talked myself out of it that time. But um, I have a, yeah, I I just don't know that I'll ever be in that same position again. Um, except true love. Maybe uh, maybe that will happen sometimes. But, um, my wife will also never listen to this <laughs> <laughs> That's the best place um, to end it, right there. So, anyway, um, okay. So, uh, wild card present or uh, wild card uh, question. Uh, back to Matt. At what age or at which age will you learn how to ride a unicycle? Hmm. I have not yet, so it will be in the future. Um, actually, this summer, there uh, on uh, 
Governor's Island, which is this island in the harbor that used to have a military base, and now it's like um, kind of like a public park. Um, I forget what reason Aaron and I couldn't go, but a lot of our friends went uh, to like this festival they had, and like part of it was like a unicycle festival where you could like learn how to mm-hmm. ride one, and there was like a little kitty pen where like someone would stand next to you while we were, <laughs> and some of our friends have pictures of doing that and i was actually like oh shit that looked really cool because i don't know when i will ha- be provided with that opportunity but um it's something i do want to try at some point in my life so let's say you know what i'm gonna make this promise right here today uh before my 40th birthday i will i will try uh Ooh. To ride a unicycle. It's a tight window you're squeezing in there. <laughs> I've only had six years. <laughs> that yeah. seems like appropriate, like, oh shit, I'm 40, I've never ridden a unicycle. I mean, Ben, you got a year counting down here. Uh, right, exactly. You know, and I thought of it because it's like, well, midlife crisis, that's pretty much, <laughs> that's my like sad, dork-ass version of my midlife crisis. Yeah. Like, I got a unicycle. You don't go with a Ferrari, like you pull Cherry up with red a unicycle, unicycle. pick up some yeah. chicks. I yeah. think yeah, yeah. I think our significant others you. could have a hell of a podcast based on this podcast. <laughs> like that was Matt's podcast. He's got six years to learn to ride a unicycle. Uh, I really want to hear that follow up podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. It's called Not Surprised. Now that's <laughs> I mean, they already have the title. Yeah, that's perfect. And the, I like yeah. uh. So, like, shows like The Walking Dead or whatever, they have, like, a, uh, like the after show mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. people talk yes. about. It. There could be an after show for this podcast uh, just with mom and dad where they they, de- they defend everything that uh, that happened. Like, well, they said <laughs> this, but really it went like this. <laughs> oh, he know. never they are trying. <laughs> they, they have a, a healthy budget dedicated to this right now. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be the after show. Yeah. All right, let's ship this off to mom and dad. I think. (laughs) 